Hey family, you are family. How have you been? How are you doing? How has life been treating you? And hope life hasn't been stopping you from living. You know, life throws us lots and lots of things. Things that we know deep down that we don't deserve. Things that we see and feel, man, it's not fair. But at the end of the day, though, we've got to battle the same things. And we get over them. And at times, these things continue living with us. Like we cannot get past them. But it's fine, though. That's life. We're not new to it. So, how are you? Like, really, really, how are you doing? My name is Royal Bunny. You know me as Real. And I'm welcoming you to another episode of Real Talks. Yay! <laughs> I feel so elated. Okay? I feel so, so elated. I think at every single time I'm recording a particular episode, I feel this joy inside of me. You know, I don't know, it feels like a big, big achievement having you guys over there always listening to what I have to say here. And soon, I mean very soon, we'll start having other people on this platform, on this space where we get to discuss lots of things. You know, we're discussing reality. So we get to get people who have vast experiences, you know, and who have made observations, who are well knowledgeable about certain topics especially things affecting the society so as far we're still awaiting god you know we're still waiting god to perform that miracle (laughs) i am going to be sharing some quotes with you today so it's been like uh was a few days back oh it was just yesterday yes yesterday i was going through my dad's library and i got this particular book written by john c maxwell if you know john maxwell very well you know that man is a powerful powerful author so on this one he wrote the power of influence and there are lots of quotes there lots of lots and lots of quotes that i would love to share with you because it's like impacting me already just yesterday i was like okay let me just read you know you know when you feel like ah you're not being serious with your life and you just want to like level up a bit and <laughs> and you want to be serious <laughs> you know that kind of feeling so i just went and i was just i was just scanning through books i would love to lay my hands on and i found this it's a little bit small so it's quite encouraging so when i'm done reading this book i will start feeling myself like i just finished a book uh-huh. and while reading it i got so much it, like was impacted i got so much so many quotes that i feel if i don't share with you guys waiting again so on this one we're going to just be i'm going to be sharing little quotes like as much as i can so you're just gonna stick here and listen i'll read it out as as um loud <laughs> as loud and audible as i can so i i hope you get it so one 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 of the um, quote says the ten commandments of human relations the ten commandments of human relations now see speak to people smile at people call people by name be friendly and helpful be cordial 
have a genuine interest in people be generous with praise be considerate of the feelings of others be thoughtful of the opinions of others be alert to give service these are the ten commandments of human relations should i go over it again you might take your pen paper and you want to jot it's fine one speak to people two smile at people three call people by name four be friendly five be be cordial six have a genuine interest in people seven be generous with praise eight be considerate of the feelings of others nine be thoughtful of the opinions of others ten be alert to give service so that's the ten command those are the ten commandments of human relations okay i have another quote here by bill cosby i think bill cosby is c-o-s-b-y bill cosby or bill cosby okay that's a bill cosby (laughs) it gets their names to be Okay, on this quote, it says, I don't know the key to success, but the key to failure is trying to please everybody. Mm. I don't know the key to success, but the key to failure is trying to please everybody. The key to failure is trying to please everybody. Take note. The key to failure is you trying to always please everybody. Another quote is by Les Gibling. It says, You can't be any closer to God than you are to the person you love least. You cannot be any closer to God than you are to the person you love least. Les Gibling. And this makes us understand that our relationship with people wholly, most times, determine our relationship with God. You know, it's when what you can what you can offer man, it's like double of what you can offer God. No, or it's like just half of what you can offer God. So, if you do not treat your fellow man right, if you do not love your fellow man, I don't think there's a way you love God, and that is the thing. You being a Christian, you going to church, you showing that you love God so much, you're a believer, you lift your hands and worship and praise and your life is like a living sacrifice. Mm. And at the end of the day, you hate your brother. My dear, you're not serving God. So Les Gibling is telling us that we cannot be any closer to God than we are to the person we love least. Will Rogers says numbers don't mean anything because it's people that count numbers don't mean anything because it's people that count william a world william a world okay it says friendship flourishes at the fountain of forgiveness if you notice a tongue twist there friendship flourishes at the fountain of forgiveness so you cannot say you are a friend without being willing to always bath swim and drink from the fountain of forgiveness okay so you have to always 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 forgive william a ward says that 
If someone hurts you, first try to figure out whether that hurt was intentional or not. Not every hurt is an attack. If someone hurts you, first try to figure out whether that hurt was intentional or not. Not every hurt is an attack. So you have to not always take every action as intentional, especially one one of or especially one that hurts you, especially those actions that hurt you. So you just have to find out if it's intentional because not every hurt is an attack. 90% of the friction of daily life is caused by the wrong tone of voice. 90% of the friction of daily life is caused by the wrong tone of voice. I think it was in Genesis 3 or SS1 that we were, we were taught um, this rising tone and falling tone. So lots of us tend to use wrong tones when trying to ask for something um, instruct, you know, give instruction, and even talking to somebody. So we just have to start cultivating the habit of finding the right tone for the right circumstance. You cannot be asking me for something and you're using a falling tone. If you learn tone, you know the falling and rising tone. So the falling tone is like you saying, please get me that. While the rising tone is, please get me that, you know. So we just have to be careful so we'll not pass the wrong impression. Another quote here says, each relationship nurtures a strength or weakness within you. Each relationship, relationship nurtures a strength or weakness within you. Mm. Did you get that? Like, a particular thing have to sort of face in one relationship or another that you are involved in. It either brings out the strength in you it either nurtures the strength in you or the weakness in you. So you just have to be aware of the kind of relationship you're in and study yourself and how exactly you are coping in such relationship. If that relationship is trying to pull you down or trying to hurt you emotionally and mentally, I think you have to pick to your heels. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's devastating. Yeah. All relationships that are toxic destroys it's very true so you just have to know what exactly you are doing in a particular relationship so you don't get it all wrong thank you (laughs) okay another quote is from our Lord Jesus Christ and John C Maxwell thought it wise to involve and include this in all of his quotes because what are all those quotes without our own Jesus quotes in it. Mm. Come listen to this. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Very simple. If you want them to treat you right, you treat them right. There's no big deal. But if you want them to treat you otherwise, then mm-mm, it's good. Go ahead and do what pleases you. So Jesus is telling us to do to others as we would want them to do to us. 
Okay, another one is if you want to lose friends quickly, start bragging about yourself. If you want to make and keep friends, start bragging about others. If you want to lose friends quickly, start bragging about yourself. If you want to make and keep friends, start bragging about others. There are lots of people that pride and arrogance has become part of their life, of their lives. In fact, they literally live a life of pride and arrogance that they can brag. I've ever been around someone who when he starts bragging, you you start belittling yourself. He's not belittling you. He is not talking down on you. But the way he brags and the way he elevates himself, you know, right in your presence, the way he blows his trumpets and sings his own songs, you will feel you are nothing. So if you want to lose friends quickly, then you start bragging about yourself. But if you do not want to lose them, if you want to make and keep friends, then start bragging about others. See the good in others. See, see, see the positive side of every person. And then you have to like reduce the volume of your voice, you know, and maybe stop blowing that trumpet for a little while and you see that your friends are actually sticking. We have another one here by Frank Tiger. It should be Tiger. T-Y-G-E-R. It should be Tiger, right? Or Tiger. Should I call him Tiger? Okay. Frank Tiger. It says, The true test of being comfortable with someone else is the ability to share silence. The true test of being comfortable with someone else is the ability to share silence. I don't know why exactly I found this a little bit... Um, a little bit interesting because for those in relationship you find out that a lot of us tend to misunderstand silence that when our partner is not talking it means they are fighting with us or even in friendship so imagine just being comfortable with someone else's silence like if, if we are just talking, laughing and immediately the room goes quiet someone turns the other side and you turn the other side and everyone stays quiet you're being comfortable in that silence you're not fidgeting you're not trying to think trying to crack your brain trying to feel what exactly have i done wrong what did i say wrong what did i what did i you know (laughs) that kind of feeling so you've been comfortable with someone else's silence you've been like the true test of being comfortable with someone else's side with someone else is the ability to share silence so imagine you're being comfortable with someone else's silence like with you guys being being not talking being silenced for as long as you can be though silence can be so can destroy relationships but imagine you being comfortable with that person even in silence man that's a that's a good relationship let me comment on that (laughs) okay our next is relationships are not formed but forged so i was trying to get a point here as part relationships are not formed but forged okay i hope you get that 
so i wanted getting i wanted going on um a whole research to know what is form and forged you know form and forge so those two words but i feel form is just you trying to implement something and forged means it, it, it takes it takes two you know it takes two heads to actually forge you know when you say i forged through this rough path i i went through so forge is relationship is not supposed to just be formed it's not supposed to be smooth it has to be forged that through hard times through arguments through fights you guys are still together so relationships are not formed but forged Anyone who loves his opinions more than he does his brethren will defend his opinions and destroy his brethren. Indira Gandhi I feel this is Mahatma Gandhi's son or grandson or relative because it seems wisdom flows in their blood. In that family, like it's in their gene. So he's telling us that anyone who loves his opinions more than he does his brethren will defend his opinions and destroy his brethren. A lot of us find so much importance. Like we find we find our opinions always indispensable. Like you cannot do without me saying something about this, and you cannot do without following what I have said. A lot of us place too much importance on our opinions. That even though your brother or your friend or your fellow is at risk of losing a job, losing his his or her home or relationship, and you are still bent on making sure that your opinion turns out right and it turns out to be the one everyone will have to go by hmm. indira gandhi is gandhi indira gandhi is trying to tell us that if you love your opinion more than you do your brother you will one day defend your opinion and destroy your brother so brother does not just apply to the male gender brother brother it is your sister your friend your mother your father anyone around you so you just have to be aware of the kind of importance too much importance you play on place on your opinions indira gandhi is another one here i think i like this man i have to go research on him i have to go read about this i don't know if he's a man or a woman but i feel he's a man <laughs> okay on this one he says you cannot shake hands with a clenched fist you know when you clench your fist like you you clench this you fold there let's use normal english you fold your <laughs> you fold your palm you close your palm it says you cannot shake hands with a clenched fist mm, mm. this is wisdom it's deep you can apply it to literally all aspects of life mm? when it comes to generosity you cannot take you know we cannot take when you don't give when your hand is akagom nothing is expected to enter you know nothing expect to go out so sure nothing should be expected to come in and it deals with even um love you cannot expect to be loved when you are not loving so you cannot shake hands with a clenched fist john c maxwell is giving us one hey he's, he's giving us one even in his book his quotes he 
this in his book wow i think i want to write a book now <laughs> okay here he says to handle yourself use your head like use your sense to handle yourself use your head to handle others use your heart you know it's the heart that feels i always thought that heart the heart is red you know that love shape but that is the shape of the heart hmm. but after doing biology i i, I think i'm so you have to use your heart when dealing with others when handling others you know when they say tamper justice with mercy yes in all our daily dealings when you want to judge somebody when you want to talk bad about somebody when you want to attack or make someone else feel bad when you want to insult or fight somebody hey do not just use your head use your heart when you're dealing with yourself when you're handling yourself fine use your head but when you're handling others please use your heart johnson maxwell said i should tell you <laughs> okay we have another one here said sam um samuel gold goldwin yeah samuel goldwin um wrote a quote says 90 percent of the art of of the art of living consists of getting along with people you can't stand 90 percent of the art of living consists of getting along with people you can't stand Mm. so if you can actually live with people you can't stand that means you've like passed 90 percent of the of the art of living examination <laughs> imagine you not being able to stand your boss but you've been working with him and for him for years imagine you not being able to stand your siblings because lots of siblings can be so annoying but you still you still stand them you still relate with them hmm. my dear you have passed one big examination no you don't know because living like the art of living you've just passed you are seeing 90 percent on your script right now because you're not being you're not getting you know you get into a fight but you still live with them you still love them so 90 percent of the art of living consists of getting along with people you can't stand just like jesus Jesus came to the world not just for those who are righteous, but especially for those for the sinners, those who are lost. Because you cannot find what has been found. So it's what's been lost that you go finding. So this time, you don't have to say you are living with someone you can stand, someone you guys are compatible, someone that you understand and the person understands you. But the fact that you can live with someone you can stand, uh that's a big achievement so we just have to start trying our best to be able to cope with people we know are not on our side of the wall or side of of life okay um John C. Maxwell, again, he's given us another quote. Say, instead of putting others in their place, put yourself in their place. You know, when you talk to someone rudely, you finish insulting the person. And then someone asks you, oh, why did you do that? Your answer will be, 
I put him in his place. What I put him in his place. He deserves it. I put her in her place. She deserves it. Why don't you put yourself in their place? You know the shoe, the shoes that we wear is they're all different. So at times we have to try removing our own shoes and trying to fit our feet into another's shoe. And you find out that it's not easy. So you just don't have to always put them in their place. At times you have to put yourself in their place and that deals with empathy. Empathy. Yes. So with that, we should start cultivating the art of the last one here, I wish I could give you. See, it's a whole book. You can go search for it. You can go get it. Go download it. The Power of Influence by John C. Maxwell. You will be blessed. Because these are a collection of different quotes. And even John C. Maxwell have his own quotes inside of the book too. He has his own quotes in there. So you can, you will be blessed. Please, you will. You should just go read it. You can download it. You can get to um, buy it if it's less expensive in your area. John C. Maxwell is a very good writer. He's a good author. You have to check this book out. So we're having the last quote right now. Mm. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Did you get that? People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You know when they say at times character beats intelligence? Because in fact, in character itself, there is intelligence. So people don't care how much you know, how much you're brilliant, how much you book. You know that that, that thing that say book, I she booking. They don't care. <laughs> do you know do you know how they, they look down on lots of people who who have who have PhD? are professors and the lack character the lack care and love for the fellow human do you know how people see them people curse them on a daily basis talk of lecturers lecturers who, who do not in fact they cannot even sympathize with you before they will empathize they're just there but they, they feel they have actually attained this particular level of education and they are good but my dear People do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. Now, if they know how much you care, then they'll start considering the other parts. Oh, wow. So he stays caring and generous and kind. And he is a prof. And he wrote this book. And he is this intelligent. And he, he has all of these awards, my dear. That's when they'll start considering it. So you have to care more. Mm-hmm. Care more. Then they'll start caring too, especially when it comes to how much you know. That's when you know more and much. Okay, I I feel like something has been lifted off my chest because I really wanted to share this particular part with you guys. I really wanted you guys to, to listen to some quotes, you know. I'll soon start releasing my own quotes too because uh-uh, all of these quotes impacting lives, me and I want to be part of it. So I hope you got value. I hope you you were able to get one or two things that would actually help you for the new week. It's, yeah, yeah, the new week. 
thank you very much thank you for listening i hope you come here next week um i won't tell you same time <laughs> but come on you will always see the update so yeah i would sure keep you posted and another episode is coming out very soon so go nowhere thank you so much for coming here thank you for listening to this episode it's a great honor to be always at the side and you always at the other end i love you so much you just do not know how much and god loves you too thank you and you take care of yourself be good you are beautiful you're special you're unique you are just enough do not forget that bye